great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. I'm Rob McConnell, and welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Today on the X-Zone, the Roswell Crash of 1947. something crashed near the small town of Roswell, New Mexico. That something is believed to have been a flying saucer by millions of UFO enthusiasts around the world headed by nuclear physicist Stanton Friedman. Now, Friedman has never seen any physical evidence of the alien craft or the remains of its alien occupants, but bases his belief on the stories that he has heard from locals and townspeople alike. According to the United States Air Force and other government agencies, the Roswell incident was not a crashed alien ship. Friedman and his followers insist to this very day that the governments of the world are covering up the fact that the aliens are here and that the denial of the UFO crash at Roswell, New Mexico is proof of this global government cover-up. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. And I'd like to welcome AM five eighty CFRA in Ottawa to the X to the Exxon and uh, Talkstar Radio Network. Now, my guest this hour is Dana Smaller. She is a former on-air radio personality, advertising executive, and junior achievement instructor. She joined the ISPR in nineteen ninety-five to study field parapsychology and participate in paranormal research. After earning a position as ISPR investigator, Dana worked on the technical side of field research until her own abilities opened sufficiently to be recognized as an empath and 
physical medium. Dana's med mediumship abilities have created a fertile ground of study for ISPR to formulate new theories and understanding in the field. Dana's abilities provide the opportunity for direct communication with an entity rather than relying on information. Her empathic abilities allows the team to study the emotions and physical sensations displayed by an entity in real time. Dana continues her apprenticeship in the scientific venue and handles a variety of mobile instrumentation during the ISPR investigations. Now, in addition to ISPR investigations, Dana has conducted over 1,300 field investigation studies known internationally as ghost expeditions. Outside of ISPR investigations and GEs, she applies her expertise in marketing, advertising, and promotions to bring general understanding of paranormal field research to the layperson. She has been a major contributor to the former ISPR journal, now the ISPR.net. Dana has represented the ISPR in a steady stream of radio and television appearances since 1995. And she's here with us tonight. And Dana Smaller, how are you, my friend? <laughs> Hi, Rob McConnell. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks, Dana. You are one busy lady. <laughs> I'm a busy lady losing my voice. What happened? I, I don't think I've slept since last Wednesday. Now, that's what I call one heck of a party. <laughs> and you didn't invite me. Unfortunately, I'm not 22 anymore, so it, it, it's harder to uh, maintain. No, you know when it's really going to get hard for you when you reach 33? <laughs> oh, you are my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so how are things with the ISPR and those great people that you associate with? Oh, well, everybody seems to be fine. And I'm actually in New Orleans, mm -hmm. and uh, Dr. Larry Muntz is down here, and Carrie Roy is down here. And several others are going to, to come down and visit and help out uh, in January. Um, and we're working on the big project, uh, the new Haunted Mortuary. Well, why don't we talk about this when we come back from our commercial break? Okay. Dana Smaller is our very special guest, Exxon Nation, www.ispr.net. Haunted Mortuary? Well, that makes sense to me. In fact, Dana's the only person who's ever talked to me about a haunted mortuary. And I've asked other ghost investigators, have they ever gone to a mortuary or a morgue or a a um, funeral home? And they say no. Finally, somebody who knows what I'm talking about. Dana Smoller and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes. As the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Back to the Exxon, everyone. The uh, October edition of the X Chronicles newspaper will be available on October the 4th. We're going to start sending it out on the 4th. It'll continue into the 5th. One of the articles uh, that we're very happy to have in this edition, the October edition, is by Dennis G. Balthaser. 
Uh, it's called Searching for the Truth. Always telling the truth means never having to remember anything. It's uh, about Walter Hutt, Roswell, and a whole lot of questions. That's just one of the many stories that we have in this edition of the X Chronicles. We also have one in there by Philip Mandel. And, of course, a number of advertisers, and uh, one of our advertisers, as they are here on the show, are friends at Premier Psychics. Earlier I told you about Ralph's Astrology, Ask Lois, and I'd just like to uh, remind everyone that Premier Psychics was formed with the intention of revolutionizing the psychic network industry. Their central focus, first and foremost, is to provide their clients with incredible readings provided by authentic psychics who are the most knowledgeable in their fields and the most gifted of their kind. Premier Psychics believe that providing this service will not only enhance the lives of their clientele, but will also resurrect the honor and magnificence of the ancient art of prediction. Now, unlike a, a majority of the other psychic networks, Premier Psychics was started by psychics, not marketing executives. Before forming their company, they took a long, hard look at what clients really wanted and needed from a psychic service, and when they called up one, what they wanted to hear. Now, what I mean that when I said what they want to hear, they they want to hear people who are knowledgeable, not people who give vague readings, but people who are pinpoint accurate. And this is what you'll find at Premier Psychics. If you'd like to find out more about peop the people at Premier Psychics, got that word out, didn't I? www.premierpsychics.com, and you can always call toll free at one eight six six eight zero three six five nine three. Dana Smaller is our special guest, www.ispr.net. And Dana, what is this What is this very impressive project that you're working on with a haunted mortuary? <laughs> well, the haunted mortuary is a 14,000 square foot three-story property in mm -hmm. New Orleans, uh, uh, right on the historic uh, streetcar line, on the cemetery streetcar line. <laughs> and um, it's about three miles outside of the French Quarter. Mm -hmm. And... It's, it's just, like, very weird how we got involved, actually. Um, I, I suppose you want me to tell them. Well, you, you've raised my interest now. You just can't say, geez, Rob, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> of course not. Thanks, friend. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, a, a mutual friend of both uh, uh, Dr. Munson mm -hmm. and the owner of the property, who is just born at PSX Incorporated, um, called Larry and said, hey, a friend of mine just bought this three-story mortuary, it's been vacant for years, and he wants to put a, a high-tech Halloween haunted house attraction in there, And um, but he doesn't know what else to do with it, or, you know, the rest of the year, mm -hmm. and uh, from there, uh, the two of them spoke, they had a four-day meeting, Larry brought in some different clairvoyants to check out the property to see if it was actually active, because if it wasn't, there, <laughs> there was nothing else he could do exactly, with it. Exactly, yeah. And, um... And it, it proved to be so. So, you know, he decided, well, I'll, I'll come to New Orleans for a while and mm -hmm. help develop this paranormal research center attraction wow. for the city. And um, so, of course, I followed because I have no mind of my own. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, was just, it, was, it was just such a fabulous project. How could I stay away? That's right. And, and because, you know, I am kind of partial to New Orleans, mm -hmm. I wanted to do something positive yeah. to help, you know, increase tourism get those heads in beds for the hotels and get people into the restaurants and this is the arena in which I deal with so it was, it was just perfect so I'm down here actually working as a development consultant on phase two of the mortuary 
And right now we're in phase one, and so the, the mortuary has opened with its haunted house attraction, which is just scaring the hell out of everybody. It is, it is amazing. <laughs> it, it's real high tech, all these animatronics, plus a lot of actors, and it is so much fun. And then at midnight, we're um, half the week we're conducting um, ghost tours all night long, and then the other half of the week um, is freestyle ghost expeditions. So, so tell me, do you pay your ghost uh, to scale? I, I'm sorry. Do you pay the ghost to scale? <laughs> I wish we could, <laughs> because they have been uh, working extremely hard and interacting with a good chunk of the people that come in, and uh, but I think they get their reward in in. Um, actually getting to interact with people because as you know we're social creatures yeah. that kind of remains the same after we after we die. Now what are freestyle uh, expeditions? The freestyle ghost expeditions um, are pretty much opening up the door to a property that, that is actively haunted um, welcoming in ghost hunters and, and paranormal investigators and researchers mm -hmm. and various kinds of psychics to come in and actually so that they um, have a place where they can conduct their own paranormal field research without being monitored, um, without being, you know, led by somebody else. Mm -hmm. They can bring in their own equipment um, and, and just arrive at their own conclusions. And um, it, it hasn't uh, failed anybody yet. So tell me, what do you think the ghosts are doing when they see these people come in on these on these expeditions, do you think that these talk to each other and say, hey, listen, let's scare the hell out of this one. They look yeah. like they need a good scare. Come on. Come yeah, on, well, I think some of the time they're at, at Tipitina's, you know, watching a concert or something, and then they're like, ooh, it's midnight. Better get back to the mortuary. <laughs> yeah, got to get the pole punch card in. That's right. That's right. Um, but there, there are four of them that have emerged to be the most interactive with the people coming in. And, um, you know, the, the construction workers that were in there all all summer long because when we took over the property mm -hmm. we got it all three stories really yeah so it, the first two stories have been built out the third one will be built out um, when we shut down after November 4th but um, we identified nine entities um, but four of them have, are just wow they're, they're very social and having a very good time it appears now when you say they are very social yes and they are having a good time, it appears. Does this mean they're scaring the bejesus out of people? Um, a few people. <laughs> they are frightening. <laughs> and, uh, but, but most of them, most of the people, when they walk out, mm -hmm. they came in frightened. They, they leave not so frightened. Wow. Because, because they're actually having this interaction, and when they do, they realize that it, it really isn't something like they see on television or in a horror film. Are you, are you afraid that maybe one of the ghosts will go home with somebody? You know, we get that question all the time, and of course it's always possible that they could, you know, stop by for a visit. But then again, if somebody were to walk into any of the properties in New Orleans that are haunted, they always have a chance of having <laughs> an uninvited yeah. guest later on. Dana, how did the, the, the Katrina disaster affect the paranormal in uh, New Orleans? Well, the earliest reports we received from one of the investigators that has a house down here was that um, it seemed very flat for the first several months afterwards. And um, we really weren't quite sure what to make of mm -hmm. it. But I, I can tell just, just my own personal experience um, coming back here, and I've been here since um, the end of June. I don't think it's made a big difference except, uh, except for, well, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of victims. From, yes. the, from the storm that are walking around, and sometimes you, you do 
you run into them on the streets, and it really affects you emotionally. Dana, what can you do to help these victims get to the other side? Well, I, I wish I could, but um, I'm not one of those kinds of um, clairvoyants um, or psychics. Um, but there, there are a lot of other psychics that, that can actually um, help cross over by opening up, um, the way I understand it, is by opening up um, uh, like an energy doorway mm-hmm. for them to pass through. Sometimes other people from the other side will come through and assist them, you know, w- where they need to go. But, um, yeah, gee, I wish there there was something I personally could do. Instead, I try and communicate with them and, and, and tell them if, if they need help. You know, definitely, they, they, you know, if I'm around, tell me, and I will get someone in to help them. Right. Now, you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're a medium, and, and you're, you're very empathic. As you're walking down the streets in New Orleans, yes. and there are these extra lost souls who who lost their lives uh, during Katrina. Are they comforted by the other spirits? Do the other spirits uh, take them under their wing and try to explain to them what has happened? Or do they remain searching and wondering? That, that is such a good question. With, with the, um, I don't want to say regular, but with the, with the earthbound entities that were here before, mm-hmm. um, yes, they, they do interact. It's pretty much like we do when we're alive. We, we choose to interact with each other. And um, those who seem to be a little more needy, um, others will, yeah, definitely um, help. Not all of them, of course, because they, they all seem to have their issues. So it depends on where they are uh, dealing with those. With the Katrina victims that, that I've dealt with, um, I don't think other earthbound entities can really, really help them. They really need to cross over. All right, so we have these entities who who are basically lost souls, God bless them. And, you know, they're, they, they met their, uh, their, the end of their time prematurely. Do they stay around and try to console the people on this side of the, the veil before they go over? Do they try to communicate and say, listen, I still love you, I'm still around? I, I, am, I, I, would, I would have to venture a guess um, to say that many do, but... Um, with respect to the, the, um, the, the Katrina victims that I have personally dealt with, mm-hmm. um, who have actually come into the mortuary when I've been there, um, uh, no, I, I, do, I do not think that they are visiting other relatives. I think they are just so caught up in what happened, and it's um, really fairly uh, miserable existence. When you're walking the streets of New Orleans and... As if I do. <laughs> not that way. <laughs> All right, let me phrase it a different way. Okay. Jeez. You've been listening to the rumors about this show, you know that? <laughs> Just kidding with you. Well, I thought you were listening to the rumors about me. No. <laughs> Do you mean that photo's not really you? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> hey, listen, you and I have got to take a break. <laughs> Dana Smaller is our very special guest this hour, www.ispr.net. And Dana and I will be back after we come back from the news at the bottom of the hour. As the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV and on shortwave, also still to come on tonight's show, my buddy Patrick Cook will be with us to do another edition of the Cook Report. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, exxonradio.com 
and exxonetv.com. Exxon Nation, I'm sorry the uh, the emailers did not get out tonight. We had a bit of a fiasco here, but everything is back online, and you will be getting your emails tomorrow. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Today on the Exxon, skulls from the Triangle of the Ancient Gods. It was high in the mountains of Peru where Canadian television producers B and Bob Conley discovered the giant elongated skulls of an ancient civilization that may be in fact the key to the extraterrestrial connection. Their interactive CD, In Search of Ancient Wisdom, contains several photographs of these skulls, which includes animation that depicts the similarity of the skulls to the ancient statues of King Akhenaten of Egypt. Elongated skulls and conehead skulls have also been discovered in the shadow of the Great Pyramids in Egypt and near the ancient Aztec temples in Central America. Elongated skulls, terrestrial or extraterrestrial. that song many a time. Do you think it's so easy to stay home and raise the children? Hmm. No, thank you. Mothers? Us guys don't give you enough credit. So, to all the moms out there, thank you for everything that you do. Yeah. Dana Smaller's our special guest. I wonder if she's still there, if she's walking the streets of New Orleans. www.ispr.net Dana, are you there? Where are you, Dana? I, I am on the streets of New Orleans. Yeah. Under, under that, like, red light, yes. <laughs> That's a stoplight. It turns green. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Dana, why, what is the fascination with people today and more and more people wanting to investigate and look at the paranormal? Well, I think there was a, a combination of, of things that, that took place in, in the 90s, you know, as we approached, approached the new millennium. Mm-hmm. Because it appears that every hundred years, um, when we're about to cross that century mark, um, people they, they start looking for more answers regarding spirituality and what happens to us when we die. It just, it just seems to, to grow at that time. And then um, for this new millennium, of course, the Internet was widely used at that point, And, of course, the influx of paranormal television programming. So it just became a cultural phenomenon, boom, around yeah. the world. Now, when I, what I was trying to say before when we got sidetracked about uh, the walking the streets was, yes. when you're out and about, is that better? Yes. 
Okay, when you're out and about, do you, do you see these these spirits? Do you see these souls? And do they know that you can see them? Do they try to come over to you and, and communicate with you? <laughs> well, actually, um, the, the gift of sight is not one that was bestowed upon me. <laughs> oh. And so, no, normally I do not. I do not see earthbound entities walking around. Um, what I what happens with me is a lot of times I can feel them in a variety of different uh, different ways. And as far as them just kind of stepping in and communicating, um, sometimes when I, I, I'm not thinking about it, I'm not shut down enough. If I'm in a really good mood or a little too tired, yeah. <laughs> I'm like an open open vessel, and and I get side side wiped quite often. So do, does that mean you will feel that, you, you know, you'll be sitting there or you'll be with some friends and all of a sudden you'll get this this strange feeling coming over you and you can start feeling pain, remorse, sorrow? It, it must be very hard for you. And, and how, do you, how do you control it? Well, um, usually I, I'm not by myself very often. And although I really don't have a lot of friends, I am with a lot of people <laughs> through work quite often, almost all my waking hours. So... Um, when, when, when entities are standing close to me, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of other people. They they will um, get a buzzing sensation or tingling or, you know, just, you know, the sensation of another human being standing real close, although it's kind of startling when you look and, and there's no body. What was, what was it like the first time it happened to you? Well, I think um, I had this experience um, several times um, way before I got involved in anything paranormal. Mm-hmm. There were a few times where I was by myself, like, studying, and um, I would lose, like, an hour and didn't, didn't really realize what was going on. And um, when I first recognized that this this is what was going on, I was already working with, you know, these bizarre people, and my own mom actually stepped in. And it was the most fantastic experience I have ever had. If I never did another thing um, with respect to the paranormal, that's quite okay, because all my all my big questions were answered in that moment. Is your mom gifted as well? Um, she was. I always thought she was, and um, she actually died in ninety. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, oh, oh thanks. Yeah, um, but she does come back to to visit. I mean, she doesn't remain earthbound, mm-hmm. but um, so, sometimes I get a communication from her very far away. Like um, I'll talk to her for a few days in a row. Like, hey, this is going on. How you doing? Blah blah blah. And I don't get any answer. And then a few days later, I, I will hear her voice in my head, just out of the blue, while I'm concentrating on something else. And I get a full-blown answer. But sometimes she'll she'll actually show up and step in. And that's when a lot of people see my um, my the color of my eyes will change, and they'll they'll see her. They're able to describe her, and um, because she looks um, actually she was really good looking and. I'm not so. so. Oh, jeez. So I'm not fishing for a compliment or anything. But I've got your picture right here. <laughs> so, um, but who are you trying to kid, lady? Well, you're a bombshell. Oh yeah, well, they're old pictures. You know? Oh, jeez. Try and be nice to somebody, and this is what you get. Oh, I appreciate it. I really. And do. I'm also being honest. Thank you. But um, but it, it's just so marvelous when she does that, and uh, and. When, when she does, the communication really rapid. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll, you'll probably speak to other psychics that say that, um, like the, the spirit guides, the people who have crossed over, they vibrate at a yes. really fast, you know, fast pace. Um, that is what the communication is like. And, and I totally understand it when it's happening, and then I understand the gist of it when, when she departs. 
where do spirits go when they're not on this plane? Wow, um, I really, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And, hmm. Do they do they go to, uh, do they travel interdimensionally? Do they travel into our past? Do they travel into our future? Okay, um, the way I understand mm-hmm. it, and um, from my interaction yeah. with, with the earthbound, um, they all seem to be on the same plane of existence. And they're they're aware of us, um, and and they're aware of each other. And again, it's a matter of um, personality clashes or clicks as to whether they're going to interact with each other or with us. And then, as far as crossing over, that I, I really I really don't know. And, and if I did know at one point, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> now, I was talking to somebody last week who t- who who told me that. When one dies and they go to heaven, they they stay around the age or the appearances of when they were in their mid twenties. When a spirit is on this side, and uh, based on the experience that you've had with other investigators and what they've reported, do the spirits stay the same age that they were when they died, and it are are they seen in the clothes that they are buried in? Um, when, when, uh, in my experience yes. in the last 12 years, um, earthbound entities, um, they pretty much appear uh, looking like they did when, when they died. But if they died from gruesome death, that's not exactly what they project. They, they look whole again. Um, it is not uncommon, however, for someone older or someone who was terminally ill that you know did not look so good at the time that they died. Mm-hmm an image of a more comfortable age, a more comfortable physical um, look. Um, when they cross over, I don't believe they, it just doesn't feel right to me that they continue to get older. Um, I, I, that, it, that just doesn't seem right to me, nor does um, 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 classifying them as, well, they go back to a, a certain decade when they cross over, if I understood that correctly. Now, we're coming into the Halloween season, and Halloween is is known for ghosties and goblins and witches and and all other kind of characters that roam the woods and the fields of the undead. Is it is it a a, a time of the year when there are more hauntings, more sightings, or is it just a time of the year when there are more people focused on what has always been around them the rest of the year. It is definitely, I can say this with very uh, 100% certainty, that it is definitely because more people are thinking about it. Just like um, there are probably the same amount of people who mm-hmm. are absolutely in love all year long, but we think about it more on Valentine's Day. Not me. <laughs> now I see our dollar signs flashing in front of my wife's eyes. You know, I remember, I remember when a box of chocolates and three roses, signifying the present, the past, and the future, would do it. Now it's a trip to the jewelry store. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Honey, I don't want the chocolates. I'm on a diet, but I'll take those carrots over there. That's right. Uh, are we talking about the ones in the vegetable store? No, the ones in the jewelry store. That's right. Oh, speaking of which, yes. speaking of diamonds, uh-huh. I have to share something very disgusting. Well, thank you. I'm glad I bring this out on you. Yeah. <laughs> For a disgusting time, call Rob. Thanks. It's really, it's 
really not discussing it. it One eight hundred. You disgust me. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but and, and I've learned this only because I'm spending so much time in a former mortuary now. But everybody's I, dying to get there, right? I think they've already died to go through. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but when people are cremated, uh-huh. do you know that there that, that um, there are machines that can take their ashes and apply enough pressure to create a diamond? You know, there are things I really need to know, and there's things I really don't need to know. I figure I want to uh-huh. become um, very good friends with extremely overweight, not so healthy people. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> You're one morbid lady, you know that? <laughs> you are one morbid lady. Yeah, this is my friend Jake. You know, three carrots. Yeah, well, you know? look at this. Man, you know, hey, do you remember seeing that guy on TV that was 900 pounds? Look yeah. at him now. Yeah, exactly. Oh. A tennis <laughs> Jeez. How did we get started on this? Wait, um, I don't know. I just have this weird train of thought. Plus, I haven't had much sleep. I enjoy your train of thought. I must be honest with you. Oh, good. Thank you. I, I think you're a cool lady. Well, thank you. Really, the only other person who thinks that is my dad, so I appreciate We're it. We're probably the same age, that's why. <laughs> So when are you, when are you going to open up the haunted mortuary and and are you going to let people use Ouija boards in there? Um, well, you know, if if they so desire to, uh-huh. uh, they they can do so. Um, and <clears throat> phase two will open up in January. I'm not exactly sure of the date yet, and uh, the the place is going to be extremely wired. So every inch of it is going to be monitored twenty four seven. Wow. So if people come in and, and they bring their Ouija boards or other kinds of talking boards, we're going to see what happens with them. So you're going to be able to know whether they're 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 full of hot air or not. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. And in this place, you, you, you don't want to adjust your bra or pick your nose or anything because someone will be watching. Now, why would I want to adjust my bra? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just to for all the ladies out there. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Oh, heavens. Now, when is this going to be open to the public again? Well, we're, we're in the middle of our soft opening now, so there are some events taking place uh-huh. at the mortuary, um, and then it reopens um, at some one point, which I, I don't know the exact date, I think it's near the end of January, um, and it will open up as a 24-7 interactive paranormal observatory, laboratory, and museum. That's fantastic. You know, I, I'm very happy that there is finally an organization that is putting this together. It's well long overdue. Oh, well, I am so thrilled to be part of it, and, and it, it's amazing to work, you know, not only with Dr. Larry, because I've yeah. worked for a long time, but, but like with Jeff Warren, who, who has um, the, the incredible vision to, to see how this, this could, be, could manifest, and uh, he's helping to make sure that this all happens, and all the cool people in the city are, are working, you know, uh, supporting it as well, and it's, it's just really amazing. I think what you're going to be doing, Dana, and uh, and I applaud you and the others involved in this project, you'll be doing a lot of weeding out of the wannabes. As far as... Um, well, there's a lot of people out there who've gone to the different websites on the Internet and consider themselves as ghostbusters or researchers or paranormal investigators or parapsychologists who don't know the difference between a ghost and a goiter. And I think it's about time that an organization has come together to create this this research center that if they don't know what they're doing, they'll have the 
ability to learn the right way and dispel the wrong way. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I, I yeah, and there there are quite a few people involved mm-hmm. that, that share exactly that vision. That's great. Dina, stand by, my dear. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Our special guest is Dana Smaller. She is with the ISPR. Their website is www.ispr.net. When we come back, we're going to give you the Exo Nation, the website, where you can go to find out about this haunted mortuary. People are just dying to get through those doors. Okay. That was a bad one. How about this? Everybody leaves in good spirits? No? I wonder if there's such a thing as a ghost adoption agency. Wouldn't that be a good idea? Adopt a ghost? They, you know how they've got Adopt a Road? How about adopting a ghost? You know? Bring the ghost home with you. Doesn't eat very much. Keeps you up all night. Halloween. It's a great time. By the way, I still think Halloween is, is marketed by the dentists of the world. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Dana Smaller as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Here's a B-move. Dana Smaller is our special guest. We're talking about the Haunted Mortuary in New Orleans, where there's going to be a paranormal research center, as well as a place where you can go um, freewheeling, I guess. it's You just go there. Investigate. You're not going to be held by the hand and taken around the corner and say, this is where a ghost is, that is. No, you'll be able to bring your own EMF reader. You'll be able to bring your Ouija board. You'll be able to bring your cameras and investigate and find out for yourself all about the spirits. And it is going to be monitored. So uh, it's going to be quite a thing. Dana, as always, we love having you on the show. Thank uh, you. What website can our listeners go to to find out more about the Haunted Mortuary? Well, um, they can go to the hauntedmortuary.com. Um, it's not completed, completed yet. It'll be completed uh, by December. And, um, or they can check out MySpace slash Haunted Mortuary and sign up as a friend. <laughs> Sign up as a friend and uh, get the heck scared out of you. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, what is what? You know, we've got a few minutes left, and I have to ask you this: What is the most exciting part of the entire haunted mortuary for you? Um, um, actually, for me personally, is um, helping helping consult on a lot of the different exhibits that are going in, mm-hmm. interactive exhibits that are going in, watching the lab being built out because. Um, very exciting, and then truthfully dealing with all, all the people in the city, um, and, and just man, just feeding off all their enthusiasm, it's, it's very, very exciting. So they're really excited about this in the city. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, I cannot even tell you how much. And, and if I had any sleep since last Wednesday, I'd be bouncing off the walls. Well, is, is it Mardi Gras time down there? It'll be Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras comes early uh, this year, actually. I think, like, the first week in February, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you better get your rest. I know. I know. You know, I got to ride on, on a float on Mardi Gras Day uh, back in uh, 96. What was it like? It was the most amazing rush of, like, feeling a power wow. for eight hours. While, while like, 80-year-old um, women were beating up three-year-olds, fighting for beads, they're all screaming for you and just whipping stuff at them. You know, my mother said she'd never do that again, but I guess she did. <laughs> Told her to stop beating up three-year-old kids. She's never to listen to me. That's right. It's very exciting. <laughs> well, that's great. Listen, again, thank you very much for joining us, Di uh, Dan. It's always great talking to you. Take care of yourself. Give my very best to all the good people at the ISPR. Take care, sweetie. Okay, thanks. And behave yourself. I'll try. Oh, don't try too hard. I love it when you're nasty. Bye-bye. Bye. What a lady. I, you got to love and really like people who have a sense of humor. That's Dana Smaller. Her website is www.ispr.net. Just got an email from uh, Patrick Cook. He, unfortunately, he will not be able to join us tonight. We're going to reschedule him for Friday night. So I was chatting with my producer at Master Control, Superman, and I said, Superman, what do you think we should do? And he said, well, what do you mean, Rob? And I chatted with him, and he said, well, why don't we do what I love best, and I know that the Exo Nation loves. It's Monday night. Dimension X. All right, guys, you get your way. Dimension X it is when we come back from the news at the top of the hour. It's six and a half minutes past. As the Exxon continues, we're right here, live and around the world, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on Shortwave, and with our affiliate network across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, and now in Asia. Don't go away. We'll be back after the news with Dimension X, 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 X. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.